Mobile Rolling, presented by Garrard's Horse and Hound, making shopping easier with their online store. The same extensive catalogue, the same keen prices, online or over the phone. 1-800-060-896 or visit horseandhound.com.au. Beat City, Willow Rock and Roll trying to hang on for third with on the outside Blitzen by coming after him. But it's Leverage O'Clear from Beat City, Blitzen by Willow Rock and Roll, the inside fighting on well. But Leverage O is going to walk in and Leverage O races home to Beat City and... Yeah, we know he's one of the best pacers in WA and Chris touched on this very strong free-for-all tonight at Gloucester Park. Good morning, Chris. Steve, good morning to you. Good morning, everyone. Just before we get into some serious stuff, uh, of course, we mentioned Michael Maxworthy's favourite artist is Val Dunican. Well, one of our regular listeners of Mobile Rolling, Deb Kane, of course, Lennon's mum, she's also a fan, so he's not on his own. Michael Maxworthy with Val Dunican. So I just thought I'd clear the air there. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah, sounds what, good. What about the free-for-all tonight? No, it should be a great race. Uh, it'll be interesting to see the, where the money's going and very important because last week it told the story. There, there was a good push for Diego and it kept coming right up until jump time and he duly saluted, turning the, uh, the um, early favourite over in Chicago Bulls. So it'll be interesting to see where the money's going. They've also got a really good race in race number five tonight, named after a, a former champion in San Simeon. So... Another good card coming through from the West. Jared Daffy's about to join us from Tab, and we can go through all the market movers. Jared, good morning. Morning, Chris. Uh, let's get straight into it. Gloucester Park tonight. We'll start with race number six this free for all. It's a really good race. Jumping Jack Mack. He's at dollar sixty-five. Laverage three forty. Diego last week's winner nine fifty. Miracle Moose one hundred and fifty-one. Always fast sixty-one. Gambit forty-one. Minstrel five fifty. So the Frio Cup winner's back in action tonight. Bletchley Park, 151. And Chicago Bull, he's friendless, $14. Well, each and every week they have a happy knack of um, getting the chocolates when they back these runners in the free-for-all in WA. You mentioned Diego last week. I think it was 5 into 220 or something like that. And tonight it's jumping Jack Mack from the pole, $2 into $1.65. Been some sort of interest in Laverage at 340 uh, the other one in the market, uh, Minstrel, which you just mentioned there, 388 to 550. Chicago Bull, 10 out to 14. He's pretty much friendless at the moment. But if you believe the money trail, Jumping Jack Mack, clearly the one to beat there, number one. Okay, so Jumping Jack Mack it is. The San Simeon is race number five. This is a Group 2 $50,000 event. The favourite here is himself, the former Kiwi for the Bonds. He's at $2.80. We've got 334, Mr. Fantastic. Who was last week's feature winner? He's three thirty, three seventy major freeway, and then we go to the Good Life six fifty, nine fifty Socrates, twelve dollars about a Vulcan star. So the favourite is number six himself. This market's been all over the place. Major freeway five fifty into three seventy. That's only happened this morning. Uh, himself had been 350 into 280, but that money has dried up. Mr. Fantastic was the opening favourite, 230. Was out to three last night. It's out to 330 now. Uh, number 10, the good life, 14 into 650. So I, I don't know what that all means. It clearly means that Mr. Fantastic was gross under the odds of 230, now out to $3.30. But the fact that there's three uh, that have toughened up in the market, one major freeway, six himself, and 10 to good life. I just don't know whether I can give you a push on any of those. Perhaps the recent money is with Major Freeway, and that might well be the one, number one, 550 into 370 overnight. Okay, you will know tonight that Gary Hall Jr. not driving at tonight's meeting. Melton, tomorrow night, Jared. 
Uh, a couple of good races there. We'll start with race number six. This is the uh, Vic Bread Mayor's Sprint Final. The favourite is Runaway Celebrity for Emma Stewart. Mark Pitt drives 2.25. Next in betting, we've got Call On Me, the stable mate, 3.90. 6.50, My Superannuation. And then we're going to 9.50, Heritage Lady. Can you give us a push here? Well, the favourite's been a little bit easy in the market, Runaway Celebrity, two, $2 out to 225 uh, number four, call on me, 480 into 390. But the one that's shortened a couple of times is my superannuation from barrier two. 13 got into nine, got into 750, and now it's into 650. So it's probably the one there. Uh, two, my superannuation from four, call on me. And the favourite, just getting out a little bit now, uh, runaway celebrity out to 225. Okay, race seven, the Al Maestro free for all. And this is pretty much a race in two here, Jared. Line up $2, the current favourite, just over Supreme Dominator at 2.30. The only other runner that's in the mix here is Torrid Saint, $8. So a race in two between line up and Supreme Dominator. That's how it looks. Now, these two opened at 2.30 each of two. Uh, line up quickly got into $2 and, and has remained that way since. Supreme Dominator hasn't got out though. It's still at two dollars thirty. Torrid Saint seven fifty out to eight. Most of the others have, have eased you know, a roll or two, so they do dominate the market. But on what we've seen so far, there's a clear preference for number two lineup. Okay, the Inter Dominion, the reigning Inter Dominion champ, goes around in that race. Bob Sell Benjamin a thirty-four dollar shot. Uh, that's the Our Maestro free for all. The feature trot is race nine. This is the Lightfoot Laurels, and the favourite here. Is Adele for Karen Manning 270, Vacation Hill 280, 550 Queen Invasion, $9 I'm a Maori, Jet 950 Sultan Lass. So the favourite is Adele 270 off a 10 metre handicap. I can't really give you a solid lead here. Uh, that's what they opened at Adele 270, Vacation Hill at $2.80 off 10 and 20 metres respectively. There's a bit of interesting Queen Invasion 6 into 550, but there was no big money there. So Perhaps uh, if you're looking to follow the money in that particular race, you might be better off to have a look, say, tomorrow morning or throughout the day because no real move in the market there as yet. Okay. The other good trot race is race. Eight, Aldebaran Zeus, he's first up, 2.30. Rules don't apply. First up, $3.50. Sundon's Courage, that promises to be a very good race there tomorrow night. That's race number eight. Rules don't uh, apply. He's been back there, $4.63. Yeah. Okay, we'll take that tip. Uh, Menangle tomorrow night. Their feature is race number six, the Al Phyllis Free for All. And we've got a shorty in Alta Orlando. Last start, fourth placed in the Tablax of Fake during the carnival. He's at $1.30. Doubtless Bay, three forty, uh, And that's just about it. So, again, only two in the mix, but it looks like it's one-way traffic here. Alta Orlando. Yeah, he's getting on in years, isn't he? Uh, they haven't moved in the market, those two. Alta Orlando, open one thirty. Doubtless Bay open 3.40, so no movement at all. There's a little bit of multi-activity going through Alta Orlando at this stage, but nothing major. There's been a sprinkling for number four, He's Chiming, which opened 23. It's into 11, so more than half that's opening, quote, but uh, probably n not enough to suggest that uh, it'll be upsetting those two favourites, but it does hold its place at $1.30, Alta Orlando. Okay, and race three at Albion Park. This is the free-for-all. Gerardas Delight steps out here, and this is going to be her final start at Albion Park tomorrow night. She's the reigning Queensland Harness Horse of the Year, Group 1 winner there. She's got tomorrow night, and then there's a race down in Sydney, Baranji Bill, next week. And 
That'll just about bring down the curtain on her career. So this is her swan song at Albion Park. She's at 310. Mac Da Vinci, 230. My Alderman Star, 17. Crunch Time, 9. Mr. Freeze, 41. Delightful Dude, 16. Will the Wizard, 11. Sam is Perfection, 17. Aphorism, 61. And Cult, 31. He's at $10. The favourite, Mac Da Vinci here, 230. If you have a look at this market, the two favourites haven't moved. So Gerard's Delight did open at 3.10 on Wednesday night, Mac Da Vinci at 2.30. Having a look at all of the others, they've all drifted, some of them fairly significantly. The reason for that is that uh, more often than not when these markets go up early in the week, particularly if they're not a high-profile race, Chris, the percentage is, is a lot more than what it normally would be, say, come race day. So the, they, the bookies treat it rather cautiously just to see if there's any movement. So... Quite obviously, nothing's happened. Uh, two favourites remain as they were. The rest have all got out. So once again, I can't really give you a lead there because they're both pretty solid in the market. Okay. Time to build some multi for the weekend, Jared. What have you come up with? Well, it's a little bit thin from my end. Uh, two only. At uh, Gloucester Park tonight, race six, number one, Jump and Jack Mack, which is currently $1.65. And the one at Menangle tomorrow night, race seven, number two, lineup, which is currently at $2. So just the two legs for our uh, contribution to the multi. Okay, Steve, pressure's right on you now to build this multi. Uh, manhood for me in Brizzy, Chris. Um, he's short, but I think he'll win uh, around $1.75 in Brisbane, manhood. Okay, we'll take the tip there. So jumping Jack Mack, lineup, manhood. That's our three leg multi for the weekend. Jared That's Asper, race seven, number 15, by the way. Race seven, number 15, manhood. 7.15, we'll take that down. So 6 by one seven by 2 7 by 15 They're our uh, tipsters for the weekend as far as our multi is concerned. Jared, as always, appreciate the time, and uh, we'll chat again next week. Thank you, gents. Check out those prices right now. Just go to the website, tab.com.au, and you'll be able to find all of the harness racing information. So there's plenty on offer for a big weekend of action, not only here this weekend, but also up in North America. Uh, they've got the big Hambletonian meeting coming across uh, the weekend at the Meadowlands. So uh, one of the greatest trot races in the world, and it's going to be a, uh, an absolute ripper again this weekend. A big program there, and all the boys will be in action, the likes of Toddy McCarthy, Dexter Dunn, uh, Andy McCarthy. So... Big meeting coming through there at the Meadowlands this weekend. Captain, join us now from Albion Park to go through this big 10 event program tomorrow night, Communications and Membership Matter, and Kate's online with us now. Kate, good morning. Good morning, Chris. Uh, where do we find your best bet tomorrow night? A big 10 race program, the swan song for Gerardo's Delight. This is her final start at Albion Park before a start down in Sydney, but where do we find your best bet? Well, my best bet's actually in that race, but I'm putting Matt Da Vinci on top. Um, it's back to the mile, so I think um, the informed paster will go straight to the top and it yeah, doesn't look to be much pressure, so I think he leads and wins. Okay, so he's going to spoil the party for Gerardo's delight, according <laughs> to you there. Race three, number two, Matt Da Vinci. Leonard Kane has the drive on that runner, and as we know, Leonard's got a really good association with this horse. He's had great success with him previously. So race three, number two, Mac Da Vinci, your best bet this weekend. So a 10 of end program, pretty good card overall tomorrow night. Yeah, it's um, looking very good. It's great to be back just to some standard racing and having our Queenslanders back in, in the mix there. So it'll be good. Looking forward to it. Yep, absolutely. We'll see you trackside. See you then. And I just want to do a little shout out to our track manager. He's got a horse racing with... Um, Will Holbert in the first at Ipswich today. So all the best there. Um, 
few of the boys, Mitch Spears and um, those guys are in it too. So hopefully it breaks its maiden status and gets one home. A lot of people are tipping it at the moment. Kate, the price is, you're talking about Sir Leonidas, you're $2.20. I sure am. I sure am. So fingers crossed. Thanks, Kate. All good. Thanks, and guys. Kate Butt joining us. Chris, Chris, just with Grant Dixon, is he only three away from 5000 yeah, he got a win yesterday, Steve. Ahura, he was able to lead all of the way, so that takes him to 4,997. He's not driving tonight. Uh, they've got a few good chances there at the Dixon Stable tonight. So his wife, Trista, steps up and takes the duties tonight. So he's got drives tomorrow, but it's only a light book tomorrow night. So uh, if it's not going to be uh, tomorrow night, it's probably likely to be next week at some point. So we've got some good racing coming up next week. We've got the, uh, the triad action starting to heat up. So we've got two-year-old heats on Tuesday. I think there's three-year-old heats next Friday, uh, next Friday night. So uh, you would expect Grant Dixon to be in the, uh, the thick of the action with the Q-Breeds. He's got that very good filly, Racy Roxy, who's clearly the horse to beat in that three-year-old division. But uh, probably not going to be this weekend, but very strong chance next week. When he's on 4,999, should just nominate Leap to Fame somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well... <laughs> It, it, it would be an easy one for him. There's no doubt about that. But uh, I'm not sure where his next day will be. It'll be interesting to see if he goes straight down to, to Sydney or Melbourne without a run here locally first. But uh, it'll be very interesting to see where he steps out next. Ryan Spice with us. Ryan, good morning. Morning, Chris. Morning, Steve. It's a, uh, a fairly difficult weekend when you look at it, uh, you know, from a, a wide sort of point of view tomorrow night, uh, right across the country. But... Uh, in particular at Albion Park, there's a few difficult races. Do you find a best bet somewhere? Yeah, Chris, I've got one that I'm keen to back, and that's late in the program at Albion Park in race seven. I like the Bernie Hewitt-trained, Will Rickson-driven horse in the form of Ballerini. I think she'll jump a clear favourite. She comes out of barrier two. Regardless of the race shape, I think she'll be right in the finish. Okay, so race seven, number two, Ballerini, aiming for three in a row. So she's in form. Yeah, she seems to be going really well. There's a fair bit of speed with our road to Mecca. Bonnie's a rocket and maybe even a slick Sophie might chance their arm at the start. Uh, she's in, she's going super. She attacked the line really well. Okay, so race seven, number two, the best bet. Was there anything else across the weekend that stood out for you? Chris, as you said, it is pretty slim pickings across the nation this week. But if we head back to the free-for-all, which we have a market on at the moment, I do like the map in the sense that I think Mac Da Vinci will be the leader at the bell and Gerardas Delight camped on his back. Um, I've come up with Gerardas Delight. I think if she gets that stalking run, she can just be that little bit too quick up the lane. Good race. Crunch time obviously will go forward and I suspect Will the Wizard offer a couple of months away from the racetrack. I'm not sure Pete will use him early, so I suspect he may go back. Okay, so you think numbers one and two can dominate there? Yeah, I certainly do. And we see Lenny Kane heading back to drive Mac Da Vinci. And if we recall at the end of last year, Lenny had a couple of drives on this pacer and he was absolutely went like a Learjet. So uh, that's a good driver appointment there for Mac Da Vinci. Okay, good race to play uh, with the exotics there working with numbers one and two. Ryan, really appreciate the time this morning and good luck across the weekend. We'll chat again next week. Thanks, Chris. All the best. There's Ryan Spice joining us this morning and Darren Clayton's about to hop online now and have a bit of a chat about this big tenant in program tomorrow night. And I'm keen to get his thoughts on the free-for-all and how he sets it up. Uh, Mac Da Vinci drawn gate two, most coming up with him to be in front here by the look of it. So 
crunch time will the wizard to his outside. Darren's online with us now. Darren, good morning. Morning, Chris. How are you today? I'm really well. This is an intriguing free-for-all here tomorrow night. It certainly is. And I think, um, you know, you can add an extra element of, to intrigue with uh, Will the Wizard getting uh, coming back from a, a bit of a let-up. We didn't see him through the main carnival feature. So um, he's obviously just been ticking along nicely in the background while all the big boys have been up here. So um, he doesn't get any favours out there in gate seven. But... Um, we know he's a capable type when he's on, and um, that certainly sets it up. I thought, um, like like we sort of mentioned there previously, I think Mac Da Vinci does find the front there. They tried to lead all the way over the 2600 last time out in what was effectively the Blacks of Fate consolation, and he only faded in the closing stages. He was four metres away uh, behind those joint winners. I cast no shadow and Crime Rider, so you'd expect over the mile that they'd be pretty keen to try and hold up. Crunch time, he'll be getting out and having a good look. He just missed last week over the 2100s, just probably uh, not his ideal go. And back to the mile, um, you'd imagine Nathan Dawson to ha- be having a, a pretty good look early on. So um, if Mac DaVinci holds up, it sets up for Gerardas Delight. And uh, I think we can say uh, farewell from Albion Park to Gerardo's delight with a win for for that mare. Yeah, we all love a fairy tale story. It would be great to see this mare go out a winner at this track. Oh, especially what she's done, the way she come to Jack Butler's stable and, um, you know, the, the background story is the first ever Golden Girl Group 1 mare's race that she was able to win at the big price that gave Jack and Brendan both their first Group 1s. And, oh, I think it's just a really good story and, um, yeah, we. Um, she hasn't been here her, here her whole career, but um, certainly plenty of people have grown fond of her. I know um, I've certainly enjoyed watching her race, and I think sometimes those horses that really charge home in their races are the ones that really catch your eye and, and sort of you grow on you a little bit more. And and she certainly fits that bill. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we spoke with Jack yesterday. He mentioned that Ray Carl is looking at down by the seas. I think King of Swing might be in the mix as well. So it be interesting to see uh, ultimately what uh, she is covered by later this year, Gerardo's Delight. But fingers crossed that she can go out a winner at the creek tomorrow night in a free-for-all. Uh, what else stands out for you on this 10-race program tomorrow night? There's a couple of very competitive races there. Tis a Sizzler in race two. There's big wraps on this guy. Can he go back-to-back? Uh, he certainly gets his chance. I think it will be a bit of a step up for here. It's uh, um, one of these strange sort of conditioned races that um, I've sort of struggled to get my head around a little bit. But, um, yeah, he gets in there. He, he was brilliant last week from gate seven, just allowed to float back off the arm. And then um, his own closing 800, sub 55, he really hit the line strongly. He gets gate seven again. It'll be it'll be an ask for him uh, to win that. But he's certainly well in the thick of it. I've put Squire on top. I thought Squire was really good last week. Um, he was all fired up and, and he did all the work and took over the, the running at about the 1,000 metre mark in that race. And it was a 56-6 opening half. And that's where he was He was pulling hard. He was outside the leader and really uh, doing it tough. He was in the five, not beaten far, about seven and a half, eight metres behind the Honey Queen who swept over the top of them. He gets to get a quiet trip this time around. I thought Paravani can 
can um, spear out and look to take them all the way. And I thought that would give Squire the perfect trip in behind. So I thought Squire might be able to upset the, the Tizza Sizzler going for two in a row. But um, he's certainly returning in great form as Tizza Sizzler. And, and um, if he can stay sound, there must be a couple of little issues there. But uh, he looks to, to get through his grades nicely. Mm, very competitive race there, race two. I think the opening race tomorrow night is going to be competitive. Would I be right in saying that the major players are all drawn the second row here? Yeah, definitely. Um, all, all the power looks out the back end, that's for sure. And um, I found that a really, a really intriguing and tough contest to nail one down. I thought um, I've actually put What's Up Sunshine on top. He's um, probably a bit of an up and down winter he's had. To be fair, I don't think he's really stood out, but he, he certainly hasn't been dismal either. Um, he went to the went to the fence last week, and that was the race the Honey Queen won. And then um, before that, he wasn't too far away behind Beyond Delight. So um, I'm not really sure how this race sets up. To be honest, Chris, I don't know. Like we say, like all the all the strength looks out the back. I don't know what takes up the running or what actually uh, happens there in the middle stages. But Rockin' with Elvis, he's another one. He was runner-up, albeit a long way behind, but um, still best of the rest when better isolated, decimated the field there in that J.C. McMullen last time. Now with Shane Graham, as are most of the horses that Brad Hewitt brought up for the carnival, or with Shane now. So he'll be in the mix as well. But again, he's drawn in gate 11, so not sure what happens there. Uh, the raconteur, he was uh, he copped the old stink eye from Squire last week, and that was the end of him. He had to release, and then he couldn't go on with it. Uh, if he gets a little bit of an easier time, if he can find the pegs from three, he might be a bit sharper. So, or you know, Obi One, he he didn't cope having to do work last time out. So, um, if he can tuck in behind with an easy trip, he's certainly in the mix there. But yeah, it's a wide open race that first one. But I've got what's up, Sunshine on top. Okay, I'm going to go early here. I know who the driver to follow is for you for the uh, dashboard already this weekend, just looking at these fields. Okay. Let's see how we go. Adam Sanderson. Uh, you uh, must have a little sneaky read of my emails, Chris, I think. You've, you've nailed it in one there. I think he's got a great book. He's got Rockin' with Elvis in that first race. He gets Tiz a Sizzler. He gets Tegan Banner in race four. Uh, he gets General Montana in race six, who I think is is a very good chance. Mafuda Vorton, I think, is a good chance. And Van Sank's a good chance in the trot off the 20 metres. So, yeah, it, it could be a really good night for Adam tomorrow night. He's got a number of really nice drives and um, for a couple of different stables there. So, um, yeah, fingers crossed he's the driver to follow because, yeah, he's got some good opportunities tomorrow night. Yeah, it's a great book of drives. That could be the only winner I back all weekend uh, by nailing him as the uh, the driver to follow the uh, Darren Clayton dashboard. What is your best bet on that program tomorrow night? Yeah, I thought uh, in race eight, number one, Carla Jane, um, sticking with the Bernie Hewitt mare theme that um, Ryan's gone ballerina. I think <laughs> Carla Jane, um, oh, this mare, she's only got the one win at Albion Park, but I dug a little bit deeper. Um, even though she's only had that one win, she's never had a decent gate at Albion Park. The one time that she has won, it was when she drew gate one and got a perfect run in behind the speed. I, I can see the same situation arising here and with the perfect trip just in behind the speed, 
Um, I think she should be too too slick up the passing lane. Race eight, number one, Carla Jane. I think she's actually a, a half sister to Ballerini as well. Yep, you're right. She is. So we're on the Bernie Hewitt wagon tomorrow night with his mare. So Ryan was keen on Ballerini. You're keen on Carla Jane. So that's Ray. So that's the last leg of the quaddy. Uh, throw me some numbers for the main quaddy tomorrow night. Races five, six, seven, and eight. Yeah, well, I thought in that first leg, um, I've got number one, Dance in the Sun, on top. I think she gets a chance to, to bounce back. Couldn't find the front last week, and as soon as she had to sit in the breeze, I think that was the end of her. Um, so we'll put her on top. Um, also throwing in number um, three, Infinity Beach. She was she was really strong sectionally last week. Uh, number nine, Winona Ryder, coming out of that same race. She struck trouble. And number five, Lady Ivana, going really well, just not having much luck is Lady Ivana. So one, five, nine, uh, one, three, five, nine, that opening leg. The second leg, race six, happy to go one out here with General Montana. I think he's a really good opportunity in this race for him. Excellent gate speed. Should be able to just find the front and from there be too strong. Just got worried out of it last time by Teddy Disco, but there's, uh, uh, there's no shame in that. Teddy Disco is a very good quality three-year-old. Uh, the third leg, I think this is a chance in two. Number one, our road to Mecca, I thought was the leader um, in that race. Third up here, two runs since joining Ricky Thurlow Stable have been good and um, from wider gate. So she gets all the favours from gate one. And the main danger is obviously number two, Ballerini, um, going for that hat-trick of wins. Really good first up, or two starts back from gate seven. And then last week up the passing lane, and into that last leg, race eight. Yeah, happy to go Carla Jane. Number one on top with my best bet there. Insurance, obviously, number five, Jendon Strike. She's on a massive class drop. But uh, just for whatever reason, has seemed to struggle winning one of these mares qualifiers. She was only eight metres away last week. Or might have even been less behind Star Galleria, where our closing splits were huge, and that's in the free-for-all. Yet um, she's had quite a number of goes at these mares qualifiers, but for whatever reason, she just can't seem to crack it. OK, so just repeating the quality numbers for Darren Clayton tomorrow night. First leg, one, three, five, and nine. Three only in the second leg. One and two, one only. But if you want, you can put in number five, Jendon Strike, as well. I'll tell you what, you, you've given us a good push for Carla Jane. Ryan's giving a good push for Ballerini. Bernie Hewitt's got a number of mares that are low-flying. Winona Ryder's going to win before time. And I'm a joyrider's another one, going absolutely super. Yeah, it certainly is. Her splits of late have been, you know, off the clock as well. So um, those mares certainly enjoying the little bit warmer weather uh, and drier weather. Just um, speaking to a few people from down Bathurst Way this morning, it's been raining all week and, and there is water everywhere. So uh, I'm sure Bernie's enjoying it up here at the moment. Yeah, that'll make sure he's up here for a few more weeks. Of course, he's got to be here until August 20. Jewel Melody is the uh, the likely favourite for that Group 1 two-year-old triad coming up on that night. So we've still got him for a few more weeks. The dashboard, is that up and running right now? Yeah, it's up and running with a bit of all that, a bit of information that we went through. Um, best, best exotic race, uh, General Montana's race, I thought he leads. And just throw in the fence line and number ten in that one eight nine ten. So I think we we go close to getting uh, the the trifecta in the first four in that race. And the leaders, 
you like a leader, dance in the sun, I thought, gets her opportunity. General Montana and, and Mac Da Vinci, even though he'll be in front, I think he will get uh, will get rolled by Gerardus Delight and, and hoping for that fairy tale. And um, as I mentioned to Steve earlier this morning, if Grant Dixon were happen to get to that uh, 5,000 winners tomorrow night, if he brought it up with... Um, Colt 31 would be a, a pretty good achievement. 5,000 wins for him and 50 for Colt 31. Yeah, there you go. And how many with Al over and over, you reckon? Uh, that Grant drove, I think, was 40-odd. Yeah. I, think, <laughs> I, think yeah, I think the horse won 61 all up, and I think Grant drove maybe 40-odd of them. Not, I'd have to check into that, but be there, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Well, two two star performers anyway. Oh yeah, definitely, and um, I think they'd be um, Colt Thirty One. I think's in about fourth position now for uh, most wins at Albion Park. Our over and over, uh, Destreos, Nicky's Falcon, all ahead of him. Okay, well there you have it. All the stats for tomorrow night: ten races, and we get underway tomorrow night with the first at five thirteen. Darren, as always, really appreciate it. Enjoy the weekend. We'll catch up again next week. Yeah, sounds good, and looking forward to the to Saturday night there. And then, of course, the triad heats are back back now. They're mm. a bit of a change, and we see them next Tuesday. Just been having a bit of a bit of a squeeze at them, and there's some nice races there.